Welcome to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I'm glad that you've joined me today. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and I have my co-host in the house today, Catherine Young. <laughs> I'm so glad to be on here with you today. We're back at it, Sister Friend. Yes, we are. We're back at it. And uh, this is our third uh, episode with the something in between. So, uh while we're waiting for season eight uh, to download and to launch, we decided that we would have uh, something in between in our podcast and just take some some quality time and uh, just chat with you as our sister friends. Oh, me and Kathy, me by myself, Kathy by herself, uh, bring in some extra guests so that we can fill in that space and keep the conversations going until our new season launches. So I want to say thank you, my sister friends and my fellow friends, uh, for taking time yeah, <laughs> to join us uh, over the last two podcasts. And so if you haven't joined our podcast family, you want to do that at um, Anchor, at Spotify, at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Breaker, so many different platforms you can find Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. And we also have a Facebook uh, podcast page that you can uh, follow us on as well and the podcasts uh, show up there as well and that's Sister Friends Cups in Conversation podcast. Now we haven't quite, Kathy, I don't know about you, but I'm not ready for that video podcast because, you know, I, I, I don't want to have to put on makeup and comb my hair and do all that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm, this is good for right now. They see enough of us when we do our sister friend shows. So we are just hold back on that for a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. So today, Miss um, Kathy, I want us to talk about um, the clarity of grace. Our first two episodes, mm -hmm. I just kind of welcomed them in and just gave them a little backstory. And then the second episode, I talked about the word clarity and on today, I want just to talk a little bit about the clarity of grace and what that looks like and what that confession sounds like in real time, just in our everyday life. You know, I don't know about you, Kathy, but it's easier for me to apply God's grace uh, to yes. other people. It's a lot harder to give myself grace. Yes, yes, most definitely. Because I, I think sometimes when we apply grace to other people, or giving other people grace, um, we oftentimes don't think either we deserve it or it's just not for us at that time. But we need grace every day, all day. <laughs> Absolutely. And grace is simply God's unmerited favor. Uh, we didn't yes. have to do something to gain it. Uh, we didn't have to be something to, to gain it. We just have to receive it because it is a divine attribute and it's something that, that God's made provision for us for our healing, for our wholeness, for our uh, connection with him. And so, mm -hmm. uh, at many, like I said, at many times, it's easier for us to, to give it to other people and to see it in other people. But then when it comes to ourselves, uh, we, we're a little bit more harsh. 
And, yes. um, and so one of the things that I think is so important as sister friends is that we kind of help people uh, give them a light bulb moment uh, where they can see that they deserve grace, uh, that yes. they deserve kindness for themselves, um, mm-hmm. that they're not doing something wrong uh, to go easy on themselves and not so harsh. What are your thoughts yes. about that? I totally agree. That's the same thing. When even a set aside the grace portion of it, our sister friends program gives people a different perspective. If I could say clarity into what, you know, the church world really looks like, because, you know, sometimes, like you say, people could be hard on themselves. They could be going through different things, but that grace portion in it is, 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 is as well as on the program when we do sister friends. And so this is very good to say, grace at all that we do. Absolutely. You know, the word for the year is clarity. And uh, we've been speaking about being women of clarity. And so today we're going to talk about the clarity of of grace, seeing it uh, with clear eyes, not adding to it and not taking away from it. And, you know, Psalms 32 and 8 says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. Mm -hmm. I will guide thee with mine eye. And I love that part about him guiding us with, with his eye. And it, it simply says to me that God has his eye on me. He has his eye on you. You're not going through life unseen, um, but he sees you. And, and, and being able to have that type of clarity, having that, you know, when we break down the word clarity, having that type of simplicity, that type of um, precision, accuracy, um, as you begin to def- define how you see God, really makes the difference in how you apply uh, grace to yourself. What What are your thoughts yes. on that, Kathy? I totally agree because sometimes, like I said, I'll go back to what we said at the beginning. Oftentimes, we think that grace doesn't apply to us, but it applies to everyone. And so I think when we um, take that upon ourselves and and not only see that we could give grace, but we could take it into ourselves that it most certainly applies to us as well. And I think it'll give a better definition on how we deliver it to others because grace is often seen, you know, you see it, especially if you have been through some of the same things, God gives the grace, but it also gives us a compassion to give grace to other people because we have done or been through some of those same things. Yeah. And I love that word that you just said, compassion, uh, because uh-huh. that, that's a real, that's a real key. Having compassion for yourself, um, not uh-huh. pity, but, but compassion for yourself. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. a dear uh, mentor of mine used to say all the time when I would talk uh, to them and they would, they would, they would rehearse with me, uh, just a little bit of my backstory. They would say, well, Teresa, you know, you've been responsible since you were a teenager. And you uh-huh. know, Teresa, you've been carrying leadership since you were in your 20s. And so now looking back as a 50-something-year-old woman, I realized <laughs> <laughs> what they were doing is as they were setting the platform to say what they were going to say to me for wisdom or for advice, they were they were setting the platform for me to begin to have compassion for myself, um, to see all that maybe what I had been responsible for or the things that maybe I had uh, been carrying or the, 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 the corners and the valleys that I had went through in my life. 
um, just so that I can have the, I can serve myself compassion in order to be able to now take the medicine that they were getting ready to give me. Yes. <laughs> you know what? That's a, that's a true fact. You know, I had a, I have a similar story. Somebody have having to encourage me because, you know, you think about it sometimes after you carry the load of so many and I was an older child and you was you were, you have an older sister, but right. you had to carry a lot of the responsibilities. You forget about yourself and you don't realize sometimes that you need that same thing yes. and sometimes it can come in another form it can make you um like you go back to pity it can make you that feeling sorry for yourself or you feel undeserving because mm -hmm. you give it to everybody else you can say well how could I even fit into this you know I was this 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 or that or I did this this or that yeah and so the, the, having that clarity of grace and realizing that um, it, it, it definitely has to boomer, boomerang back uh, to you. You can't just be a, a giver in life, but you also have to be able to receive. I don't know, Kathy, have you met people that it was it was really easy for them to be givers? But then when when it was time for them to be recipients, to, to be on the receiving end, it was almost as if it was like pulling teeth. They were so out of condition that they didn't know how to receive, but they absolutely knew how to give. Yes, yes. And and then you got to think, um, I know this gentleman, he comes up to where I work. I work at the care at a parenting center where I teach parenting classes. Uh -huh. And this man is a multimillionaire and he walks through the door every other day. What do y'all need? What do y'all need? And um, we'll tell them this. So sometimes we say, we don't need anything. We just want you to sit down. And one day I bought him lunch and it was like he was appalled. You oh. know, he, he was like, I, I don't need lunch. I buy y'all lunch. I said, you need to learn to receive that you give so much. Yeah. That it's okay for someone to give back to you. He said, but I have money. I said, that's not the point. It was pride wrapped in that as well. And I yeah. told him, I said, um, I say his name, James. I said, James, you have pride. I said, it doesn't matter how much money you give or what you do for others. I say, the pride is, is that you think nobody can outgive you. Mm. And I say, so you have to learn to receive. And he said, you know what, Miss Catherine, you are so right. It was a light bulb moment for him. And I think in life, we do the same thing. Yeah. We think because we give, 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 when somebody give it back to us, it's almost like it's a pride wrapped in it or you go back to that unworthiness. But it can also just be that you think you're the one that have to do it all the time. Yeah, those are sister friends. That's some stuff we need to unpack and just really yeah. you know, sit with for a minute and see where, where we fit in that. Because the, our clarity uh, as women of clarity, um, even as men of clarity, uh, in order for that to really take uh, shape in our lives, we have to ask ourselves those hard questions. Where do, where do I fit? Do I allow the give and take uh, for people to give to me even as I give? Am I able to receive? And is there a level of pride somewhere, you know, sitting uh, within that situation? So that's real thought provoking, Kathy. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna ask you four questions, and I want okay. you to just um, comment what's what's your thought 
um, about these, these each statement. It's actually a statement. So the first statement is um, stop thinking about what's been done to you and start thinking about what's been done for you. Mm-hmm. What yeah. would you, what, what's, what's your thought on that statement? If someone says, stop thinking about what's been done to you and start thinking about what's been done for you. That kind of goes <laughs> with that whole give and take, receive and give. Yeah. And it goes back to grace too, because if we keep thinking about what's been done, you know, to us mm-hmm. and not thinking about what's been done for us, we missing the whole point of grace. Yeah. Because grace is deserving. It's that unmerited favor, whether it's, you know, you earned it or not. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's that you're going to take it. Like you said, it goes back to what we just talked about with my friend James. You know, right. with him with him thinking about everything that he gives and not uh, what's been done for him in the regards to the lunch. Right. Or anything else in anybody else's life. Right. Because we can camp out and uh, pitch a tent and stay for a long time talking about what was done to us, how we were raised or, yes. you know, what what was um, what was the trauma, what was done to us yes. to where we can absolutely uh, minimize or miss the light that was at the end of the tunnel or we could miss the, the work that was accomplished um, on our behalf, whether it was through our parents or whether it was through uh, a mentor or whether it was through resources, uh, counselors, um, that you had access to uh, healing or access to, you know what I'm saying? Tools that you yeah. could use um, to give you the ability to take a, 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 a stone and make it a stepping stone. People threw rocks at you. That was That's what was done to you. They kept throwing rocks. But, but what but was you know done what? That, for you, huh? But, but I'm sorry for interrupting, but you know, it goes back to the clarity part of it. Mm-hmm. It goes back to clarity saying, why has this been done to me? Yeah. Because what they meant for evil, right. God meant for the good, and it turned into grace for me. Because right. sometimes I think we miss the boat because the boat don't come um, in, in regards to what we're familiar with. Right. The way that we thought it was going to come. Yes, so that's yes. why we that's why we 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 pack out, you know, build a house, live there, and what was done to us, yes. versus realizing that um, if we just flip it, flip our thinking, and start thinking about what's been done for you, what what yes. Christ has accomplished for you, that He's made us more than victorious, or that yes. that yes. you know a, a wide door of opportunity was opened for you so that you can get your education and rise above the poverty line. But if you don't change your thinking, you'll still have a poverty mentality thinking what was done to you. That's right. That's right. That's good. That's good. The second thing is what if, what if what feels like the end of the story is actually just the middle? Mm -hmm. 
I could think about oftentimes what feels like the end of the story because most of the times we get we give up because we think that's all there there is. Right, right. Because we, you know, we have been through a lot of different things, but and if it's just the middle, that's again, I'll go back to where you need that clarity to define God, are we done here yet? Or is um do I need to push and press a little further with your help? And, um, Pastor Teresa, it's going to all go back to the clarity. We have to be able to be accurate. Mm-hmm. We have to be able to be certain. We have to move in precision. And it's the simplicity of it all. We, I think sometimes we make stuff too complicated. Right. If it's, if it's truly the middle of a thing, we need the discernment and the clarity to know what God is saying so that we won't give up and think it's the end. Right. And I would say in that statement, what if what feels like I think That's sometimes right. we we you know we we give more attention uh, to our feelings and our feelings uh, they're real um, yes. but they're temporal they can change based on condition yes. based on circumstance yes. and so it might feel like it's the end of the story but in actuality it's just the middle he's still writing he's not done. Yes, yes. yes and that, and that's and that's where we have to go back and trust God with our life. Right. Because sometimes we put ourselves in the middle and we say, I should have did this by now. Okay, I'm this old. I have done it myself. I'm this old, Lord. This is what you said. This is what this. But then I know God didn't fail Abraham in 99. Right. You know, and you look at the whole picture and I said, okay, God, if you did it for Abraham and you're no respecter of person, even if I'm 70 or 80 and you fulfill a call in my life, you're going to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and Absolutely. knowing that it's not, it's it's just not, you know, the middle and it's not the, you know, the end, but it's going back to trusting God and what he said. And that's why we have to be, cl- be clear and have clarity yeah. to know. Absolutely. And, you know, and every time we get the opportunity to uh, roll out of the bed, uh-huh. that we, we wake up and our minds working, our hearts beating, then yes. that's not the end of the story. That's right. Um, that's and right. so, that's you know, if, if, if we were at the, the middle or even at the end, uh, we would already, we would have transitioned. So if we, if we're yes. still alive, if we that's still right. have breath to breathe, yes. then there's still more story to tell. That's a good um, point. So that's that's yeah. important. Number three, and this kind of, this goes along with number two. And it simply says, I'm convinced that many people are slowly killing themselves with regret. Yeah, yeah. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know what? I, I've learned what happened at that time, it was meant to happen. Yeah. So it, it's no regrets. I think when we live life to the fullest and live the way God planned it, it's no regrets. He He made sure it was every goodbye. It was every hello. Every story ended with a period. He made sure everything was aligned to what, you know, he was saying and his plan for us. So I have learned. I, I didn't always know that. That's in my, yeah. my latter years that, you know, God. He he knows, you know, that's the that's the period at the end of the sentence. Yeah. And, you know, I think and there it goes back to that grace, that favor, that unmerited favor that simply says you might have a season in your life um, where you've encountered uh, regret, uh, but not to the point 
to where you're allowing it to simmer and, and seep into every area of your life, um, that's, that's where the killing part comes, you know? Yes, you're yes. just you, you can't move forward because you're always looking back or you're, you're trying yes. to recapture something that, you know, has already, God's already moved on. God's already yes. declared a victory and turned the corner, but you're still looking for maybe that perfection or yes. that do-over because maybe you were, you know, uh, an overachiever. And so you just, uh, you know, I know for myself, I've had to be able to give myself the grace to accept I did oh. my best with what I had. That's right. That's right. I, you know what I mean? And so when you realize or when you accept that, no, you, you put your best self forward and you did your best, you gave 100 then um, then you can look back on it and see, even if there was mistakes or even if there was, you know, seasons or a moment where there was a, you know, a, a pain or a disgruntledness that, that occurred, if it was your best, if it was the best you had mentally at that moment or the best you had physically at that moment, then um, it frees you from living in any forms of regret, yeah. And you know what? I think the enemy beat us up with that. Yeah. In our human nature, he comes with that. You should have did this. Mm -hmm. You should have said that. And he puts us in that mindset of regret. But I think that as we mature and we grow older and we trust God, go back to God because uh -huh. we can do nothing without him. We realize that God, he is the author and finisher of our faith. He knows it all. Yeah. You know, I think especially as women, I've, I've gone through my photo album and I've looked at pictures and different things going, you know, down memory lane. And I've actually said to myself out loud, wow, I remember that. I remember her. Yeah. And, and oh my gosh, I thought I was so fat there. Mm. Or oh my God, I thought I had no <laughs> friends there. You know what I mean? And then I look yeah. at where I, the, who I am at this moment, looking at these pictures and I, and, and, and you learn, you learn, I wasn't, I wasn't that kind to myself or I wasn't yes. as compassionate to myself. And, it, and it's in those moments that you make those, you make that commitment to yeah. yourself, you know, to your spirit at that moment to say, you know what, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to be better at 40 or I'm going to be better at 30 than I was when I was 25. Um, and having those, those, those internal moments where you can see that you weren't as, it wasn't so much everybody else. You know, you know how we tell the story and mama, yeah. you know what you did and every, the, the cafeteria yeah. lady and it's everybody yeah. else. And the mom never says, well, what was you doing? That's right. What That's what right. you about them. But I am mama, yes. I know. What yes. did you do? You know? That's right. Yes, yes. So in those moments, you look back at those those pictures and reflection and you make decisions and you say, That's you know, right. I'm going to do better by myself. I'm going to do better for myself um, at 50 or 60 um, because I know better. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it and understand. Yeah. So the fourth question, Kathy, is or statement that I want you to comment on is uh, the worst thing that could happen is that you spend your life trying to outrun God 
because you think he's chasing you <laughs> to collect what you owe when he's really chasing you to give you what you could never afford. Yes, yes, yes. That's 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 funny to me because you think, you know, God chasing you and like, I'm going to get what I put into you. I'm going to take it. I'm going to get it out. I have learned just to keep pace with God. Yeah. You know, and that may sound religious to somebody. They may like, oh, gosh, she's so holy. No, after you have lived, I'm 58 years old. Come on now. You, learned, <laughs> you have learned <laughs> that you can't outrun God because if you out try, try to outrun him, he going to meet you at the finish line anyway. <laughs> okay, he's already then, there. <laughs> he's already there. And then he's going to give you the grace to understand, you know what, these gifts and everything that I put in you, I still have a will to, you know, say, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do this. But that grace that he has given us compels us to give back to him. Yeah. It compels us to give him everything back that he put in us. Anytime I say, well, I'm going to quit. I'm sick of people. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of this. And then he reminds me, but what about when somebody was sick of you? Because <laughs> okay. I can remember I wore some people out, <laughs> you know, right. wore them out and, and, you know, whining, and crying and doing all this stuff. And he would just remind me, nobody gave up on you. Yeah. So it's just like you can't outrun God. He already at the finish line. He knows the beginning from the end. He already knows how it's going to end. So we might as well comply and keep pace with him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, sister friends, you've heard it right from my co-host's mouth. Keep pace with him because he's only trying to get to you what you can't actually afford. That's how that's generous. Right. That's how generous our God is, that he's trying to get to us what we can't afford. He wants to lavish you with his grace, his love, yeah. his peace, his understanding. And um, he's not, uh, you know, chasing after you like you, you owe him a debt. You know, yes. I even, it's so funny because, you know, as pastoring at our church now, it's our 30th year, and I laugh sometimes, you know, um, because... God is just so good. And yeah. in the middle of the, the, the debate about offerings and should you tithe, should you not tithe, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, I laugh because it's, it's at the end of the day, it's between you and the Lord. That's you know right. what I mean? And so yeah. um, it's not a debt that you owe when, when, when you're in a position to have a substance or seed to put in the ground or to be generous. Yes, um, yes. You know, that's God working in you because our natural yes. nature is to be stingy and to hold back. Um, and then he's he's not trying to take something from us, but he's trying to release um, something to us that is so much bigger than us, you know? And I, I laugh at it because I think, whether you, you do or you don't, it's not between me and you. I'm not a bill collector. You know, yeah. it's because at the end of the day, I've learned that according to the word of God, that the sun shines on the good, the just and the unjust. He That's doesn't right. discriminate. You know what I mean? But now don't be hating on me when I'm overflowing. <laughs> and then you ask me why I'm overflowing with yes. the favor. 
I'm going to have to yes. tell you because yes. I return my tax yes. and I give my offer. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yes. There's a principle that's put in the earth that I choose to follow. Um, and But that's not to say that God won't bless you. But it's that's right. I want to say it was like T.D. Jakes. He said it. But, you know, can you stand to be blessed? That's right. That's How blessed right. do you want to be? Yes, that's right. And that, that's right. that how you answer that question is going to is really going to be telling to what type of generosity you live in and live up under. That's right. Well, Catherine, that's you right. know what? This little something in between is, is uh, has been delightful. This is good. This is good. And this is good. You know what I love about a podcast? Because when we're when we're actually, you know, doing sister friends and everybody is watching, you see the movements, you see the laughter, you see everything. On here, I you could clean up listening to a podcast and get all the nuggets. You could stop rewinding and you know, get all the little nuggets that you have. So this is a grand idea. Yes, well, I'm glad you you joined me today and we got Mm -hmm. some time to have some sister conversation with our audience. And I want to just take a minute to encourage you to, again, subscribe to our YouTube channel. All you have to do is just click the notification, the bell on YouTube, and it'll keep you updated with all of our um, downloads and our videos that we will um, upload and for season eight, which is coming. And then um, visit our uh, website, sisterfriendscupsandconvo.com. And we have blogs. We have monthly blogs by a variety of different sister friends that blog for us. And so you you get another conversation from a different demographic um, every month. And uh, we'll be here uh, next week, me and Catherine. We'll come back. Yeah. We'll, just, we'll talk about some more, some more things, and uh, we can't wait uh, to hear the feedback from this conversation. And um, be sure to uh, keep up with us. And so, we want to say thank you for listening to Sister Friends Cups in Conversation. You go with God and be blessed. Amen.